I was actually, I might've been prouder of the last chance than I was semis just mentally. Um, just because I had like so little internal motivation to, to do it, knowing they were only taking two, knowing I was going to be competing against people who were just as fit as me, who don't have those weaknesses. Whereas I know going in, like I'm not five foot seven and I'm not a fantastic rower compared to like Emma Tall. Like when I looked at the women who I was competing against, they were big, strong, like Emma Tall is, I know she's great at deadlifts. I know she's great at rowing, like that kind of thing. I know Christy Aramo is great at burpees. So it was tough for me to kind of think that I was equal to them and that I had a chance, but, um, the first workout, the row and the dumbbell snatch, like I pulled numbers on the rower. I never thought I was going to pull in a workout. In partnership with the morning chalk up and part of the morning chalk up podcast network. This is the Clydesdale fitness and friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am your host and the Clydesdale. My friends are Amy Radowski, Charlie Odie, and Kat Shear. We are here to bring you the best interviews with the biggest personalities in the fitness world and CrossFit from all over the world. If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating and write a review. It's such a big help to our podcast. And with that, we're on to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. RX Mark Your Jump Ropes, the best jump ropes in the business. Our title sponsor and such great support from them. You can get your RX Mark Your Jump Ropes by going to rxmarkier.com. At checkout, use Clydesdale15, all caps, and you can get 15% off your order. Uh, you can buy jump ropes of any color, shape, size, uh, the handles, you can make those whatever you want. You can get the cable at different weights um, and different lengths depending on your height. So check it out at rxmarkier.com. Use Clydesdale 15 at checkout and you'll get 15% off your order. That does exclude new additions, new arrivals and special editions, but check that out. Uh, it's a great deal. In addition to that, they're also supporting our hashtag road to a thousand. If you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast, and you have a public profile, every time we hit the century mark with subscribers, we're giving away a brand new RX Mark Your Jump Rope. And Dave Newman, the owner of the company, has promised to throw in a couple extras uh, for that winner. So make sure you go over, subscribe, and uh, you have a public profile, and me, you may be our next winner. Hey, everyone. I got a secret to tell you. There's this really cool company out there called Element 26. We have partnered with them, um, and they have some of the coolest equipment on the market for us CrossFitters, lifters, um, strongmen. Uh, so one of the products they have is thumb tape. It is like the best thumb tape on the market. It is flexible and it moves with you. Um, and it is very tacky and sticky. So great thumb tape. Another one of the products that I use and I love are their grips. They are chocolate grips. They are rubberized. And I'm a Clydesdale, right? I'm big. This helps me stick to the bar. I don't move. I can hang for a very long time as a big man with these on my hands. Uh, great for farmer's carries. Um, even my hands are big enough. I can even use these on a barbell if I want to deadlift. Just saying. No chalk, super sticky. Gotta love them. Uh, their website is element26.co. 
That is element26.co. Go check them out. So many cool products. We're going to keep showing you what they have over the next few weeks, but you have got to check this place out because they are constantly innovating um, and see what they have to offer. Um, little hint, check out the belts. They got a really cool concept with the belts. Um, you know that Velcro that always pops? They have a solution. So go check that out, element26.co, element26.co. All right, you remember Charlie, right? I do, yeah, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. It's been a long time yeah. since, we've, since we've chatted. It didn't feel like it was that long ago, but it has been a very long time. So uh, for anybody living under a rock, we are talking to the one, the only Annika Greer. Uh, one of our favorite youngsters in the field of elite athletes for CrossFit. And yeah, it's been a minute. So I think we talked to you right before semifinals back in, call it May of 2020, uh, 2021, sorry. And um, while I don't like to live in the past, um, I do want to touch a little bit on your experience in semis, what happened after that, last chance qualifiers, all that good stuff. Um, so let's briefly just kind of get a recap from you. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, for sure. Um, it feels so long ago now, but at the same time, it doesn't feel that long ago. I was talking to my coach just the other day and he was like, yeah, that was like six months ago. I was like, no, it wasn't. That's a lie. But yeah, I guess it was because that would have been last, last June because Atlas was the last um, semifinal. Um, yeah, came sixth, a couple seconds away from, from my goal, which was top five, which I think we had talked about before. Um, before going into that competition so yeah no it was a great like I couldn't have been happier with how everything went there was I mean there was a few surprises like the the snatch workout um which I thought should have been one of my best considering strengths like or strength in general is one of my strengths um and it actually ended up being my worst finish so that was kind of um a shock and it was uh it gave us a new weakness though so now it's not just entirely rowing and burpees <laughs> we got a little yeah. more diversity in there now but was that uh, question question for you on that workout was that a was that a deficiency in you or was that the field just sort of was really good a little bit of both I think I think okay. with different people in that field I could have done better but at the same time uh I shouldn't really have to have that contingent contingency but sure. uh but yeah, no, it definitely some lacking on me too, just confident because it was that like decreased reps um, or no, sorry, it wasn't decreased reps. It was just increasing in weight. So it was like 10 at 95 and then 125, 145 and then max effort at 165. And mm -hmm. where I really noticed my, um, just because they had that cool YouTube where they put everybody up next to each other, um, where I really noticed my, um, my weakness compared to other people was the 145s. I ended up having to squat snatch them. I couldn't power snatch all 10 to keep them quick, whereas everybody else could keep powering them. And so I lost a lot of energy um, and a lot of time there. And then even just confidence under 165. My 1RM might be the same as them, but kind of like cycling 165 uh, at a quick pace wasn't quite, I wasn't quite as confident as, uh, as some of them, some of the bigger girls like Sydney hit like 20 power snatches at 165. 165 is my one RM power snatch. So that was wild. Wow. Um, yeah. So no, but then even more than that, when the, the ring muscle up double under workout, um, I thought should have been really good for me because it was a lot of ring muscle ups. Those are my best movement, but the double unders hurt me again and slowed me down. So that one, I didn't do as well as I would have liked to, but, but other than that, every other workout, the workouts that I thought I would have done 
poorly on. Um, the barbell cycling burpee, the big long row workout with the Lycos rope climbs, like exceeded my expectations hugely, like couldn't have been happier. So overall, like I couldn't have been happier with my effort, like my mindset, everything I could have done, I did over that weekend, except for doing an extra clean and jerk on Gretel. <laughs> um, other than that, we did, we did everything we could. So yeah, semis was, it was great. It was disappointing. Like seeing, I went from like second to fourth to sixth on the last day. Right. So um, it would have been a really cool comp to do in person. Cause that's a completely different kind of playing field, especially just even having that points race in person, that would have been crazy just to watch because we had the tightest points of any semifinal. Um, Tommy Marquez put up a really good article about it on, on morning chalk up just with how close that race was. Like it was closer than any other, I don't know if it was any other crossfit competition, but it was one of the closest he'd seen in years. So that would have been super cool to see in person, but um, yeah, semis was good. And then last chance came around and I was, it honestly, it took me a little while to get excited for last chance. Cause I felt like my season had been like so long already just being online. I didn't have any of the excitement of being in person. It was kind of like quarters online, semis online, disappointment of not coming fifth, like just missing it. And then it was like another online competition and you're only going to take two people. Like it was tough for me to kind of get in the mindset to compete again. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it was maybe two days before I finally kind of flipped the switch and was like, all right, game time, let's go. But it took me a lot longer than it, than it normally does truthfully. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, last chance could not have made worse workouts for me, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> as much as I wish that that like didn't have to be a case. I wish I didn't have good workouts and we were still working towards that. I do. And they couldn't have made worse ones. So uh, it did, it was a little disheartening when they announced them seeing a hundred burpees to a target for time just crushed my soul <laughs> as yeah. soon as I read it. That's like my worst movement. And it's just that, right. There's no saving you there. So that and then rowing and then a max deadlift and then more double unders I was like oh but um I was actually I might have been prouder of the last chance than I was semis just mentally um just because I had like so little internal motivation to to do it knowing they were only taking two knowing I was going to be competing against people who were just as fit as me who don't have those weaknesses whereas I know going in like I'm not five foot seven and I'm not a fantastic rower compared to like Emma Tall like when I looked at the women who I was competing against they were big strong like Emma Tall is I know she's great at deadlifts I know she's great at rowing like that kind of thing I know Christy Aramo is great at burpees so it was tough for me to kind of think that I was equal to them and that I had a chance but um the first workout the row and the dumbbell snatch like I pulled numbers on the rower I never thought I was going to pull in a workout like I held like 12,000 cows per hour the whole time. And like, for me, that's huge. So I couldn't have been like happier. Was so stoked with that. The gym was so awesome. I have a video on my Instagram of them counting my last reps of the dumbbell snatches, mm -hmm. but they get too excited and they start counting too fast. And they're like three reps ahead of me and I'm getting confused. It was really <laughs> fun, but no, it was really cute. So the gym was like so awesome for me. And they had such a good atmosphere for me to do that in. Um, yeah. And then the deadlift I PR'd, I hit, 350 for a triple like I thought that was going to be huge and it came 12th like that's just yeah. a testament to how strong the field was like if I'm mm -hmm. looking at what the 1RM deadlifts were from the games in like 2018 like when they had the total um they were like 
there was a small percentage that were over 400 and like 350 for a dead stock triple like that wouldn't have been that like that bad in the field of the game so that's just like it was just crazy how many super strong women we had in the last chance um in that field and then so that one again couldn't have been happier I couldn't have pulled any more off the floor that was all I could have done um it was really fun and then the burpees so the way the scores came out uh after there's only four workouts which again is kind of tough because there's not much room for for any errors um and after the first two workouts we put our scores in and then we got kind of our first placing after the second two we got our second one um and after the first two workouts came in they the scores went up earlier than I thought I thought they were going to be up at like five and they were up at four so anyways I'm about to do the 100 burpees for time um already dreading it because I know like I know I've worked a lot of my burpees but I also know they still are not in the top one percent of just 100 burpees for time that's just it was just a fact um but I was excited to see like how far I'd come with them and the target was a super tough added element like just the way it was the up against the wall that was that was super tough um anyway so I'm pretty sure I'm in the bathroom and I'm checking my phone and somebody said, did you see the leaderboards up? And I was like, no. So obviously I check it and I'm like looking and I don't see my name and I'm like, Oh my God, did my scores not go up? Like what happened? And I start scrolling and I'm like 18th, like I'm like way down at the bottom. And that was just like, my heart just like dropped. Right. Cause that was when I kind of knew like, you're not going to the games this year. Um, and it wasn't even like I expected to be in the top. I knew, like internally that they weren't my best movements but it's like it doesn't really set in until you see your name really low yeah. and it was it was tough so I remember kind of looking at that I came out and I looked at Brett and I was like I'm an 18th and he's like no you're not <laughs> <laughs> I am <laughs> he didn't believe me he's like no you're not what <laughs> and he's normally super chill super level but yeah that was a big it was a big surprise we didn't expect the numbers um we didn't expect those numbers like ahead of me what they put up that was a it was incredibly impressive, but yeah, it was definitely a shock. So for me to then kind of compartmentalize that and go, let's go crush a hundred burpees. Um, and I did, and like, I didn't let it affect me and I still pushed as hard as I could. Like that was huge for me, for me and Brett, like both just to kind of see that mental growth. Um, seeing as he's known me since I was like 12 and I used to be a mental train wreck who had like absolutely no capacity to do anything like that. Right. So, so we were both really, really proud of that. Um, and it wasn't a great finish for me. It was again, bottom of the pack. Um, and if I were to have redone it, could I have shaved off 15 seconds and moved up like, I don't know, five, 10 spots potentially, but for me, it wasn't worth it to like write over what a, what a great mental win that was. So we left right. that workout, didn't redo it. Last workout was like rope climbs and cleans and double unders. And it was fun. And I was really happy with my effort, but again, double unders still need work and they hurt my ribs. And I was just kind of it was all I could do with what I had in that kind of, in that moment. So I was happy with it, but at the end of the day, it was just kind of like, I hadn't, I knew I wasn't going to go. So that was last chance was tough for sure. And I was, I was definitely ready for an off season once that, once that finished up. Yeah. So what is, what does that off season look like for you at that point in time? Um, presumably you, you tuned into the games, right? I mean, you're, you're a fan. Did you, not overly. Mm. I didn't, okay. I didn't watch a ton. I don't even really, I knew what some of the events were, but like, I wouldn't okay. even be able to tell you. I knew there was a wall walk thruster, a run. The swim was cool because of the, the fins. 
swimming mm-hmm. with fins is so fun. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, so I knew I knew some things, but I didn't actually. I don't think I watched any of it live. Okay. I was there was a part of me that was just kind of like I need a break from CrossFit for right now. It was it was a hard year training alone. Like my training was really hard. It always is, but there was definitely a few months. <laughs> even like my, my mental health is also something that I don't talk about a lot, but is a, a huge part of my life. And I think mm-hmm. it, it had been really bad through the winter and it was finally just kind of like, I need a break. So I think I just kind of took time for like myself, myself over the summer. And it was really, really beneficial. Awesome. So highlights from your summer then, what kind of fun things did you do? You, you did some hiking, I thought I saw yeah, yeah. Some pictures. It. BC did some hiking there that was really awesome um so one of the girls actually who uh competed at Atlas Freya Mooseberger she came 12th crazy fit crazy strong she's 20 she just turned 20 so she's also a super young Canadian we get along super well like she's just like another little version of me we joke that she's like the Brent Fikowski to my Pat Belner she's (laughs) she's really analytical and she likes numbers and she likes to know all this stuff and I'm just kind of like oh whatever happens happens so (laughs) kind of compliment each other really well so she came down to PEI for a visit we got to train together um at the end of the summer right when I was kind of getting back into things and that was awesome so I'm hoping I can see her again before um before this winter again soon so that was a big highlight for sure was getting back to train with her um as opposed to being alone all the time having another elite athlete was really was really fun Sure. Um, you mentioned in a, an Instagram post recently too, that you may have not given enough credit to Brett for, you know, everything he's done for you. So we want to give you an opportunity now to sort of show your gratitude and explain to everybody sort of what that relationship is like and, and what it means for you, because he, he flies under the radar. Both of you guys fly mm-hmm. under the radar a lot. Um, and I, I have a feeling that people are going to be very disappointed when they, when they see these names coming up and they, haven't been paying attention. So let's give them something to. Yeah. We actually joke about, we joke about that a little bit, just about how much he flies under the radar and stuff. Um, I think he likes it a little bit, definitely, but no, Brett is, so Brett owns my affiliate, uh, CrossFit 72 and with Mike Ives, another owner, but he coached my very first CrossFit teens class when I was 12. And I remember he always likes to tease me because I was always the annoying little 12 year old that would ask him a bunch of questions like, how do you do a muscle up? I bet I can do a rope climb faster than you. Like I was just (laughs) always asking him something and he was just like, who is this kid and why won't you leave me alone? Um, But yeah, no, he took me under his wing when I was like 14, um, when I was old enough to do the open and he's like guided me ever since he's programmed almost every workout I've ever done. Um, he's a huge part of my life he's family at this point like he's like my my older brother my like uncle like he's yeah he's a huge part of my life he's always there he's yeah it's hard to describe our relationship because he's more than a coach um it's definitely evolved like as I've gotten over older and yeah no I'm so I don't know where I'd be without Brett I definitely wouldn't be as fit as I am and I don't know Mm -hmm. if I would be as good as a person (laughs) or as well-rounded or as mentally stable (laughs) as I am without, without Brett. Yeah, no, he's, he's awesome. And I can't wait for the world to know what an awesome coach he is, except I don't want to share him. So don't, don't get too busy. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not wanting him to like open up a big camp and invite 50 people to come work out with you and, and build his empire just yet. Oh, hundred percent. I would. I just know he's selective. I know he's selective with who he wants to coach because he, he, uh, 
I mean, he's had opportunities to coach other people before, but he's really good at knowing his worth and knowing what he wants to put his energy into. And I find myself really grateful that he thinks I'm worth putting his energy into. That's amazing. But um, no, hundred percent. He wants me to go train with people all the time. He wishes there was more people for me to train with, but I was joking a bit, but no, I'm just like, I need all the press energy. I have a full-time job. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you did have sort of unlimited budget and time, where are some of the places that you'd like to, um, to go and pop in for, you know, a weekend? Yeah, I'm actually, right now I've been planning a lot of traveling for this upcoming season. Um, so I actually will have the opportunity this winter to go train with people, which I'm so excited about. Um, a lot of it for me has just been COVID. Like as soon as I got to the point where I was like fit enough to have the opportunities to go train with people, COVID hit, right? Like right after I finished being a teen. So I haven't been able to leave my, my province even. Um, but yeah, no, so I'm going to visit Deb, my agent from lab management in New York in December. So her gym, like the move fast, lift heavy headquarters, um, has Chris Harris and a few other athletes down there. I think she's going to bring in and early December, basically, as soon as my class is finished, I'm going to fly out, um, there for a week and kind of hang out and train and meet them, which would be really awesome. And then I also, so I got an invite to Wadapalooza. Um, which was a big surprise because I did not meet any of the criteria for invites. I did not think um, I'm no, still waiting. They just know, invite, but they know. must. I was really flattered, but it also is making me a little stressed because I haven't gotten the official official invite yet. They've just okay. been like, telling me on Instagram, so I'm like, I didn't do the qualifier. Are you guys sure? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, they're sure. I know. I'm just being silly. But they'll. Uh, but yeah, so I was really excited about that because that'll be my first like in-person live elite competition everything else has just been teens like even semis like didn't even get to do that in person right so it doesn't even feel like I'm an individual yet so that is I'm so excited for that Um, and you didn't do you didn't do pit did you do the pit fitness ranch the first year yeah so the last thing you did was gosh what was it it was Wadapalooza as a teen as a teen two years ago and it was a 20 train wreck 2020 2020 yeah yeah so so yeah that was the last comp like and then age group qualifier but that was the last in-person competition um I did actually I did a I did a partner comp here in uh, Moncton in New Brunswick for fun uh mm-hmm. in August and that was super fun but if we're going on like individual like big competitions yeah Wadapalooza was the last one I did um but yeah but before Wadapalooza this year Cooper um the I don't know if he owns that or he's but he's one of the other agents for lab management. Like for Marsh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. He, he's been trying to get me down to Vegas for a while. And I'm always like, that's a big trip. That's a three hour time difference. Maybe yeah. four from PEI. Um, and especially just with like classes and travel restrictions and stuff. But we're trying to organize. He's got to clear some things with Justin Kotler. But before Miami, um, I'm thinking we're kind of trying to plan for me to come for a week and a little bit train there. And then go to Miami a week early, so I have time to train there as well. So, so January and December is looking packed for training and competing, and I am so excited. Oh, that's awesome! You'll have a blast with Justin and his crew. They're just yeah. they're they're top notch, and we're yeah, we love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would love to see you there. Um, yeah, yeah, to I hang out, and they have a lot of lot of people doing a lot of fun stuff, and mm-hmm. um, I think they're actually getting a new location too. So they might even oh, are be, they? Uh, yeah, they might like they're getting their own place. Oh, that's um, awesome. So maybe the timing will be right too. You'll be right in there with their the yeah. new private stuff. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. What about, um, 
gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Um, so travel to Vegas, potentially, oh, school, you were saying school's almost over. What, uh, what's your status with that? Are you at university now? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in my dad's office. He's a prof at my university, but, uh, but yes, yeah, I'm at university of Prince Edward Island. Just I'm technically full-time. I'm taking three classes. Um, they are all in person right now, which is, is tough, but I like, luckily I kind of built my schedule around training. So it doesn't really affect my, my training too much. Like most of my busy days, my busy days, I have two classes in one day are on my rest days. And then Fridays, I have no classes. The other two days, I just have either one in the morning or one at like 6 p.m. So I have the rest of the day to train. So it's it's really not too bad. Um, the work outside of class is just enough to kind of keep my brain going. Um, I don't mind it at all. I'm an English major. So just a lot of paper writing. I don't have to study, but I like I enjoy writing papers. It's not um, not too much extra work. The only thing I've been noticing is that when it, when it gets busy, I lose time for my recovery stuff which is really important just to kind of keep my body with the amount of training I do. I'm prone to just like little tweaks. Um, and I've been noticing, I've been having a few more little tweaks lately just because we had midterm. So I had more papers to write. So that meant just at home, more time just typing, right? So, so for me, I need to, just something I'm actually, I've just kind of realized in the past couple of weeks is like, I need to be more mindful of maybe trying to multitask. Like, I don't know, stick some power dots on my legs while I type or something like that, just to kind of keep that going. Cause I have noticed I've been a little more achy, a little stiffer joints have been hurting a bit more because I don't have time to, to do that recovery stuff. Um, and that also has made me for next semester, I'm switching to completely online. So I switched my course load so that everything will be online, um, which should just give me more flexibility time-wise and should be a little more liberal that way. So I'm looking for, and that way I don't have to miss in-person classes when I travel and whatnot. So okay. it'll probably stay after this year. Um, if UPEI doesn't offer online classes anymore, I will probably transfer to just an online university because um, I don't want to stop going to school, but I'm also not going to let it affect my career. Yeah, because you're, you're how old? Are you 19 or 20? I'm not 19 until June. I'm 18. Oh, wow. That's right. You've you got thinking, the weird birthday where you were like only eligible for one year. Yeah. People always think I'm way older than Mal or Emma. I'm not like, I'm the same age as them just by a couple months. I'm a little older. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, things you're working on weaknesses without giving away too much. Like, yeah. um, it sounds like your head, head space is getting, is there. I mean, that's yeah. sort of a big hurdle for a lot of athletes, especially at a young age. And you know, typically we see that strength is a, is sort of a weakness for a lot of folks, but there's, there's a handful of you guys that are super strong. <laughs> yeah. I have my, I've kind of, it's funny as we've spent so much time building up my aerobic base. Um, cause that was the whole goal last year. Right. I remember right. when we had talked like, you're going to row two the whole years time. Ago now. Yeah. Row burpees. Like, yeah. Row burpees run for hours. That's just mm -hmm. all we did. And it definitely paid off this year. And it was semis where I kind of realized like, it's not your aerobic base that's holding you back anymore. It's just small little things that are kind of getting in the way. Like for me, like that ring muscle up lunge, double under workout, great at ring muscle ups. Like it was 30, 20, 10, like a 60 ring muscle ups. Like that is fine for me, but the double unders, the 300, 200, 100, like tired me so much and hurt my ribs so much that it was affecting my ability to do other things. So it's like my ring muscle ups, I was taking too long between sets, not because I'm not good at ring muscle ups, but because the double unders had hindered 
my ability. I couldn't recover doing double unders. I was getting taxed. So that's something we're working on is being able to recover doing double unders because I can do big sets, but I can't do big sets, finish, set my rope down and be like ready to go. My mm -hmm. ribs hurt. Like, I mean, that's just also dealing with my costochondritis and my now discovered asthma. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That's um, interesting. Yeah. So just little things like that. So double unders are a big one right now. Um, just efficiency. We've been doing a lot of just like straight double under workouts, just trying to like be able to relax, to be able to do double unders and then move on to something right away, that kind of thing. Um, burpees always, just straight burpees, burpee speed mainly. Um, running always. We always, again, we always start the day with that one big long cardio. Um, we're just always going to do that just to keep that going too. Um, but that part feels good. We've, we've been doing a lot of there's actually some strength now that I, I do need to work on snatching in particular, my like mid range strength that like barbell cycling strength. We've been doing a lot of that. So a lot of pulling, a lot of that stuff. So a little more diverse than it has been in past years. And so far I've been like really enjoying it. It's a nice breath of fresh air. Is your uh, nutrition change in terms of like off season on season? Do you, do you have, do you follow a program or do any of the, any of the people? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I've been with M2 since I was 14, maybe 15. Okay. So I've been with them for years. Um, and over the summer, I didn't track at all. I was just, it's not even like I ate unhealthily. I just didn't track. Um, a lot of the times I was probably eating the same, not, definitely not the same amount. I couldn't make myself eat that much, but the same foods, I just like, just wouldn't log it anywhere again. I just needed that break mentally. Um, and then uh, I only really started getting back into it recently. Um, because I started tracking and then I remember uh, I just I had my personal life got a little hectic for a while and I was just dealing with a lot of things a lot of change outside of CrossFit and it kind of I had to take another step back and make sure that I was doing okay and that was one of the things that I kind of took a break from um, so then it, I kind of stopped tracking for a bit then too because I just lost my my appetite completely uh, then I came back a little bit, started a new medication. It made my appetite fall off. <laughs> so my nutrition has been a little bit shaky, uh, over the past little bit, truthfully. Um, so I lost my appetite. And so I was trying to get that back, but now we finally hit, I've settled. My body's kind of settled into that medication. I've got my appetite back. We're eating like normal. We're tracking again. So now we're kind of back into the, into the flow of things. <laughs> nice. That's good. You t and you talk about, you know, stuff outside of CrossFit. I mean, you know, I have, I'm a mom to a 18 year old and a 16 year old. And I know we, we sort of, as fans of the sport, take for granted the fact that you're not just this robot that goes to the gym and, and then performs for us. And, you know, we get to clap and marvel at how strong you are or how fast you are. And, you know, I remember being a teenage girl, like there's a lot of crap that happens that, you know, is tough to deal with. And you've got relationships and with, with, romantic relationships and friendships and, you know, girls can be mean and, you know, guys can be crazy and vice versa. It's just, uh, it, I can imagine that it's a lot to deal with on top of, you know, you've got this professional burgeoning professional career that you're trying to grow with sponsors and, you know, I can't imagine like how much of that weighs on you in terms of like letting people down and, um, you know, feeling like responsible for performing a certain way. Yeah, it's luckily the people in my life are so supportive of like everything I do. I don't have that fear. I used to, I remember being younger and having a lot of pressure from coaches, never my family, never my friends, but 
Um, and I used to always have that fear um, just with un super unhealthy coaches when I was younger, but now I feel like I'm surrounded by such a healthy environment. Like I never have that fear of letting them down. I know that especially having two psychologists for parents, um, they're super, like they're great to talk to. Like they're obviously, but they're the best parents I could ever ask for. So they're never like, they, it's always me first. They couldn't care less about my cross, but they support it entirely and they do anything for my career to be a success, a success but it's always me as a person first and not even my parents is Brett to my coach it's always me as a person first over everything so and I'm working on having that be for myself too <laughs> that's something I'm trying to work on right now is is putting myself as a person first in some situations because I'm not always very good at that um as I kind of learned over the past couple months um yeah so I don't feel any pressure from other people it's it's almost more pressure from myself I need to learn to put myself sometimes yeah that's important for well-being and things um let's switch gears just a little bit and have some fun so the rogue invitationals this weekend mm -hmm. do you are you plugged in whatsoever or you don't pretend like you're not a little bit kind of i have... i have a general idea of who's going i know emma's okay. going because i was talking to her um okay. i wasn't because it's so funny my weekends are like my busiest training days because i have the gym to myself i don't mm -hmm. have to worry about classes i don't have to worry about like gym classes it's just like full training go time I get to go up like wake up go to the gym just be my weekends are my favorite because I'm just a full-time athlete then so it's funny so I don't even like when things are on during the weekend I never see them because I never have time but I will probably I'm definitely gonna keep up to date with the leaderboard I I heard the workouts got announced I didn't look at what they were um but I am a little curious because that's definitely a competition I'd like to do in the future I was sad they didn't have qualifiers because I 100% would have done them if they did um, but yeah, I have a couple of close friends like Caroline Prevost is going, the Canadian, mm -hmm. and Emma's going, and I'm I'm super keen to see how they're going to do. How about in the male field? Do you have any any friends or acquaintances or? No, I have no. I actually favorites. don't know who's going for the men. So uh, Patty Vellner's going. So yes, yeah. I assume right. you'll you'll be rooting for him. Yeah, we love Patty Vellner. <laughs> That's so funny. He's a cutie. Um, yeah. Okay. So do you celebrate Halloween and PEI? Yeah, in PEI. What, what's <laughs> happening then Sunday night? Um, I think, I'm not sure what we're going to do. I think a couple of my, so a lot of my friends are on the UPEI soccer team. Um, so I know they're going to, they have a big thing. So I am actually, I'm going to probably go um, dress up with them uh, and maybe just eat some As... Supergirl. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, I already got half the costume. I'm blonde and jacked, so I just need to skirt all the logo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. Charity, you're cheating is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't even buy the skirt. I borrowed it from someone. <laughs> right. That's funny. That's funny. Charlie, what, what will you be doing Halloween? Uh, probably walking in the cold. Chaperoning. And eating people's candy. Children. <laughs> eating yes. Okay. Will you get dressed up? No. Why? No mask. No, you'll be bundled. Nope. I'll be oh. holding everyone's candy and <laughs> probably eating it. All I know is I've gotten a million Amazon packages in the last week for my daughter for pieces of her costume. I don't even know what she's going to be, you but there's like, there's be. like some, some sunglasses that look like bl have blinds going across them. There's like a gold hat, a big chain with like a money sign. I have no idea. I, I don't dog? 
<laughs> I'm afraid to ask at this point. Um, and she has to work. So like she's going late night out with her oh, friends no. to do something. And we will, we'll be, we'll have a fire pit going in our driveway and we'll give out candy to the neighborhood kids like yeah, as we, they come down. Where we live, we don't get trick-or-treaters. So I've oh, never really? handed out candy. No, I live in the middle of nowhere down a little road on a beach. There's no, we have cottages and we have like one elderly couple as a neighbor, but that's, that's it. So I don't get trick-or-treaters. Hmm. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned that you might be going to Vegas before Wadapalooza. Um, Vegas is at elevation. Mm -hmm. And that could be really cool for you to sort of, do you experience that where you are now? I don't know much about the topography of PEI, but I'm PEI, imagining you're pretty close to sea level, right? We're like a little piece of Canada that accidentally broke off. Like it were about this big, it would like a mountain would take up the entire island. So we there's no altitude. <laughs> absolutely none. Yeah. Okay. So what can you expect anything different based on your recent diagnosis with asthma? Have you checked in with anybody on that to see what so, might happen? Deb has, so I did get prescribed two puffers and I know it was actually good to hear that Daniel Brandon also has asthma. I was like, oh, oh thank God. God, I'm not the only elite as athlete with <laughs> asthma. But uh, so Deb, luckily, again, I guess because Danielle also has that connection with Cooper. So she's gone through that process so that she can have her like puffers kind of like medically approved. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. So, cause that's, oh my God, that's the last thing I need. Right. Is a four year ban. Add it to your list, Charlie, add it to your list. Oh, every I time, every time someone gets popped for something, Charlie adds it to the list of things that he needs to start taking to, <laughs> to get better. That's hilarious. So we'll get you a puffer. I have a full handful of things. <laughs> That's so funny. No, but so Deb has reached out to HQ and I've got like a connection now. I've got to apply for a therapeutic use exemption and, and all that. Um, so I have, I haven't even started taking them yet because I don't want to start taking them until they're approved. Um, yeah, but good point. So I'm, I'm not entirely sure because for my, my asthma, it's funny. It's not I had to do a couple of different tests. And the first test was just a pulmonary function test to like see how my lungs work like at rest, totally normal, like above average as I would hope. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but then when I did a separate challenge, it's called a methacholine challenge. And it basically measures with this methacholine like constricts your lungs. So basically long story short, they keep giving me little bits until they see a 20% drop of my lung capacity. And mine went like 5%, 3%, 12%, and then like 42%. So there was one where it just like, drop Thanks. so I don't actually my it's it's a very like state dependent asthma I suppose so it's the high it like exercise induced yes considered exercise high induced. intensity so like when I do my long aerobic pieces low heart rate I don't notice it terribly then but it's mm -hmm. when I'm doing my like hard like if I was doing a salt bike sprints I would then I would really really notice it so I'm I'm interested I'm not entirely sure because it's kind of new to me like I don't know a ton about asthma yet because I always just thought I was about a cardio <laughs> but um I think that might be my part <laughs> I was say, maybe that's my deal <laughs> you know what's funny when I put that little thing on my friend's only story just about like I, I wasn't gonna broadcast it but I was like I just got diagnosed with asthma I had so many people swipe up and be like I wheeze when I run do I have asthma <laughs> I'm not right. a doctor. Please, is there a cure? <laughs> yeah. Can I get a bummer? <laughs> right. I actually, I actually was diagnosed with that, but it was, I never went through any kind of diagnostic testing like you did. It was more like I explained to my doctor what was happening and she's like, oh, it sounds like it's this, try this. Yeah. 
And, um, and I did get uh, an inhaler, but I didn't, honestly, I didn't really notice that much of a difference. But again, I don't know that that's a thing, but I joke when I was a kid, I was on the swim team Mm -hmm. and I would fake drown in the middle of the warm up of the swim because I didn't want to do I couldn't swim more than two laps at a time like there was no way those kids are doing 20 lap warm ups what is that like yeah. there's no way my lung capacity could support more than like two lengths of a 25 meter pool and uh you know people used to make fun of me all the time because I was a ballerina so that's very anaerobic you know quick little spurts of stuff and not really long whatnot and I mean, I can attest to my workout this morning, six calories on the echo bike and 10 thrust, 10 dumbbell thrusters for five rounds. And by like the second round, I wanted to die after the, mm-hmm. after the yeah. bike. So yeah. might have to get that, uh, re-upped that prescription yeah. and see yeah. what can happen. <laughs> oh, but one time I know this is all about me. Um, before a workout, I think it was an open workout. I, I busted out the inhaler thinking, you know, it was one of those workouts where I'm like, I'm going to die anyway. Let's just do this. I hadn't taken the inhaler in years, probably. It was probably even expired, like wasn't going to do anything, but I did like a pre-workout and the inhaler. Oh. And I had like an anxiety attack. Like I thought I was actually going to die um, mm-hmm. and ended up like, I think throwing up or something and like not being able to do the open workout until like the next day. So yeah, when they be careful. The meth- no, because when they did the methacholine challenge on me, that's so that what you would have taken is ventrolin. So it's mm. just like a bronchio, it just like opens your lungs up, right? And that's just like yeah. that little blue puffer, right? It's what they give everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that was one of the ones I was given. It's like the emergency if you're like lungs feel like they're closing over, take that. And then there's one that's like a long-term effect kind of thing. But anyway, so when they did the methacholine challenge and they closed up my lungs to get it back to baseline, obviously, so they don't send me on my way while I'm like wheezing, <laughs> they gave me a ton of Ventrolin and it makes you like insanely shaky. So I'm standing there and I'm like, I can feel my bones shaking because mm. normally take like two puffs. I'm pretty sure because they have to measure to get back to baseline. And I'm pretty sure I got like 12. So I got an obscene amount and I couldn't even drive. I was sitting in my car and like my legs are shaking. I'm like, I can't press down on the brake to move my car into reverse. So I had to sit there for like 15 minutes, like shaking, like, just like, I thought it was hilarious. So I'm like laughing uncontrollably, like shaking. I'm like, this is hilarious. And it was just like the bronchial like dilator. Like it just completely opened up my lungs, but it made everything super shaky it did feel like I like overdosed on pre-wad it was yeah yeah it was really funny <laughs> yeah that's interesting we'll have to get you some Charlie we'll, we'll hook you up yeah. <laughs> I'll take it yeah. ventral and got it yeah okay so Wadapalooza mm-hmm. uh, middle of January uh, third week yeah, in January so something like January that 13th okay yeah I'm, I'm planning on being there so oh awesome that's yeah the, that's the goal for that one um, and then the open three, four week, about a month later. Yeah. It's really good timing. It's like, honestly, once nice kind of December tuna. or once Wadapalooza rolls around, it just kind of rolls right into, rolls right mm-hmm. into the season. And I like that a lot. It gives me something to look forward to, which I missed in the past couple of years. Yeah. And, and you really don't have to focus too much on the open, right? I no, mean, just turn straight through it. Right. And same thing got, with yeah. quarters, I would imagine. Right. A hundred percent. I've got goals for each of them, but none of them it's, I'm not going to taper. I'm not going to, it's just straight through to just train, to train yeah. and do them. Exactly. That's exciting. Super yeah. Exciting. I'm excited for the season. I'm especially just like being in person again. It's me in person competing in person is very, very different than me online. And 
And I'm really looking forward to finally getting to showcase that. So especially at Wadapalooza, like that's kind of like I've got some plans for Wadapalooza. We're not going to go and just hang out. Yeah, we're going to smash it. Yeah. And I mean, we brushed over this, we glossed over it, but this is your first in-person elite division competition too. Like you didn't yeah. pull an Emma Carey and do the elite division granite games in 2019 or anything like you, this oh, is it. Yeah. This is your first one. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I am excited. I'm super excited. They are not going to know what hit them. Yeah. It's I'm very excited. I'm also excited to do that with Freya because Freya qualified. She did the qualifier. She came second, which is huge. Nice. Um, so I'm really excited to get to do that with her too, because we, um, we have a great relationship where it's like, we're very competitive, but like in no way are we competing with each other. It's almost like our fitness or like our fitness is an extension of ourselves. It's like our fitness is competing against each other, but like, she's one of my best friends. I absolutely love her. So I'm so excited to get to like do that with her. Um, yeah, yeah. It'll be really fun. That's cool. We'll have to, we'll have to try to grab her for a talk too, see if we can meet her and get to know her she's she's one of another young canadian who's flying super under the radar like she came 12th at atlas so she did well um Mm -hmm. she did the age group qualifier before but like was just super young like has only been doing crossfit a couple years but she's just like a natural talent yeah she's she was fun when we got to train together her all of her strengths are the complete opposites of mine so she is a fantastic rower she's like five 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 six so she's a, a handful of inches taller than me um but she's amazing at barbell cycling, rowing, double unders, and like burpees. But then we did one workout and it was toes to bar, rowing, burpee box jump overs, double unders for like five rounds. Um, and I knew she was going to be faster on the rower, the, probably the same on the burpees, um, maybe a little faster on the double unders. And it was just like whether or not I could stick out the toes to bar longer than her. And it was so fun to do it next to her because it was like, it was just great to see like, okay, like she can be this much faster than me on the rower and then I need to go this much faster than her here. And then I think I maybe finished like, I don't know, 15 seconds ahead of her. Like it was so close the whole time. It's it's that I miss being by myself and I don't even realize I miss it until I get to do it. Um, Which is also why I'm so excited that uh, I'm going to get to train with people right before Miami because it is very different. I'm very good at training. I think I said that before. I've gotten Mm -hmm. really good at training by myself. I know how to push myself but you can't compete by yourself. You can with yourself, but there is an aspect to competing with another person that you can't replicate. Um, So I'm very excited to kind of get to compete. And I say compete, I even just mean push against another person that I don't have to fabricate in my mind. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Right before Wadapalooza, so I can get that kind of switch. Because I think what I was missing two years ago at Wadapalooza was... Uh, among other things, but just kind of showing up and just kind of doing my thing. Like I, it, there was that mindset flip that I, because I don't have that push with other people all the time, I kind of didn't flip that switch. And that was an immaturity thing and just a not knowing thing. And that's totally fine. But, but I did learn from that. Like it, there is a big difference and I'm, yeah, I'm super glad I'm going to get to go train with people kind of remember what it's like to chase someone. Cause that chase is a feeling you don't get alone. Um, right before I get to step out on that floor. I think that'll be really good for me. You didn't pick any slouches. I can tell you that. Those yeah. three girls oh, up there. Yeah. <laughs> I, and trust me, I'm going to be chasing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know. You might surprise yourself. And you'd be like, oh, because that's yeah. what, uh, was it Danielle said that? That she's like, mm-hmm. oh, or maybe it was Bethany. He's like, oh, I can hang with these guys. So yeah, yeah. just change yeah. that mind frame. And so. I, yeah, I've heard them talk a lot. And I really, like, I think 
we have very similar personality types. They probably have no idea who I am at this point, but, oh, but just even listening oh, they to them, know. like, <laughs> we'll see. But even just listening to them talk, like I, they're kind of a breath of fresh air. And I appreciate that a lot. Like I like, I love genuine people. And every time I hear like Justin or Danielle or Bethany talk, they're so genuine. There's no like facade. There's no pretending. It's just, it is what it is. And that's what they say. And that is like my, something I try to keep like I pride myself in having and I totally love other people so I think I think it'll be a really good it'll be a good time yeah I'm excited for you so when you say train alone like you literally like there's no one well not even like some guys that you can kind of chase or there's no 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 one (laughs) actually that's gonna laugh I'm gonna have to tell uh my friend will I just said oh god no um (laughs) (laughs) Um, sorry yeah during the week it's I'm surrounded like there's people there and that's I my schedule now is so much better than it was when I was in high school like I feel I it's this year has been really great and I'm mentally so much happier training than I was last year just because of my like schedule and the environment because last year it was I was just in a corner ignoring everyone because there was class workouts going on and I just had to hide away in this little corner away from the class workout so I wasn't disturbing anybody with no Mm -hmm. music just like suffering and that was so mentally hard after a while Um, even just feeling like you're in the way is like it's draining because I hate feeling like I'm um like in the like way disturbing of disturbing somebody. Yeah. yeah. Right. So even though I know I'm not, it's, it's tough. Right. So, but this year with my schedule, I'm in all morning and there's no classes between like nine 30 and 11. So I've got like a full hour and a half to do my big long cardio. And then the 11 class is normally really quiet. So I can kind of do my thing while they're doing their thing. And then I typically do the, I do the 12 class. I do a class workout almost every day. Um, I modify it like to make it a little harder if need be and stuff, but I still do a class every day. And then there's open gym all the way to like 3.30. So then I've got like three more hours where I have just people around doing their own thing. Like, and that's when I have, do. there is a couple guys who, who come to open gym and do their own stuff. Um, I'm really good friends with one of them, Will. And occasionally I can convince him to do part of a workout of mine with me. <laughs> and often he'll get like a round in. He goes, I'm only doing two rounds of like five. but but even just like because again having him there is huge so yeah that environment is much better I'm not completely alone um but 99% of the time I'm doing the workouts by myself um and but having them around is is huge for just my mental state though I mean like just the atmosphere um and then on the weekends when I come in basically by myself so my very best friend Renee uh she and my mom come and train with me and they'll do my workouts and they'll scale them but Renee's a soccer player and she is one of the best runners, echo bikers and burpeers like I've ever seen. Like, so she is a great push on that stuff. And then mom will modify them so she can push me in some too. She's also super mm-hmm. fit. She came 105th in her age division. So like, she's not even yeah, just like mom fit. Like she fits. She's fit. no slouch. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I, I have them who come in with me on the weekends and then Brett will never work out with me, but sometimes Brett comes and hangs out and that's also really, really good just for my mental state. So I have people around me now, which is huge. Um, but no, no, like consistent training partners. We're in this together. I can push you on this workout kind of thing. Um, yeah. Unless Freya wants to move here, but <laughs> yeah, we need to work on that for you. Cause I, I definitely think, and I'm glad that Matt's uh, or that Brett's recognize that as a as a thing that he needs to give you that exposure because it's so important it's so um and you almost you don't want to just like test it out of Wadapalooza you know like exactly. you don't want to waste that opportunity 
to do it then and have it be the first time and you go out too hot or you, you know, you strategize poorly because you're not used to having to chase people. Exactly. Um, so it's good that you're doing that ahead of time. I would also, and this is me just being paranoid. I'd, I'd almost be afraid to, to be with some of those other people just to know what the result would be. In other words, and I'm, and I'm not saying it's probably going to be fine, but like, what if it's not fine? Like, what if, what if you go there and like, you're not keeping up at all? Like, what did that, what does that do to you? You know, know. like, oh crap. I know. Like, There's what have like, I been doing like, this whole time? Yeah. There's always that little voice, especially because I've never got to actually compete with them in person. That's right. like, oh my God, like, are you that good? I can't tell. But then it's also like, you came sixth, you're fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. you didn't, yeah. like you, I, I know, yeah. I know where I'm I mean, at. I know. Yeah. And I guess you have enough data to know from some of this online stuff too, that you're not like far off if, if at all. So, yes. so that's good, but that's, that's the sort of the negative Nelly in me that oh. get nervous. It's kind of like when I don't like doing benchmarks, mm-hmm. especially because I'm getting older. It's like, I dread the day that those start to become not PRs, you know, yeah. cause I'm like, Oh, uh-huh. well, here we go. Like we're on this, yeah. we're on this downward <laughs> trend I know what you mean, for sure. Yeah. And there's definitely hundred percent. There's a little voice that says that, but I've learned over the years to not give that any energy. It's not, it's just not productive and it's not true. And feelings, yeah. one of my favorite lines is feelings are not facts. And that's helped me a lot mm-hmm. over the years. And it's true. You can feel something, but it doesn't mean it's true. And it doesn't mean that what you're feeling is valid. It just means that it's not true. It's not a fact. So I can have that worry and not let it affect me. There can be like a separation there. And that's, that's been a huge thing for me to learn is to not, is to have that separation. Um, But yeah. And I also just know confidence has been something we've been working on, like even just confidence in workouts. Like you don't need to rest right now. You can go, you're not going to die, that kind of thing. Um, And it it kind of, that confidence kind of seeps into everything. Right. So it's come a long way. And for me, it's like that feelings in the back of my head, but the overall kind of, feeling I have is just like ready to go because I also know with the amount of work I put in I'm going to get results from that like I'm just so confident in the amount of work I do it's like I you can't have confidence in your skills because you never know how they're going to stack up right you can't predict any other people except yourself but like I am so confident in the work I'm doing right now it is just looking at the amount of what I was doing last year compared to right now like it's already like a you've turned this one up to 11 if anyone's ever watched Spinal Tap (laughs) I like it. It's kind of, it's kind of like you're this, this sort of work of art that's been in the basement, you know, and, and it's been molded and painted and everything else. And now like, you're ready to show it, you know, like in your opening gallery or, you know, you're like a peacock that's about to like open up, you know, your feathers (laughs) and be like, look at me. Gotta let me fly. All right. I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm super excited for you. And that's, that's what I feel like too. And I love that article that morning chalk up did when Emily and Emily Beard wrote was so good. I love Emily's great. It was so good. She picked such great little like pieces of what I said to highlight. It was, yeah, she Mm -hmm. did a phenomenal job. So that was, I love seeing that. And I love the amount of recognition that got. I was like, oh, it's nice to, it's nice when people know your story because it's a cool story. I like my story. I wouldn't want my story to be any other way. So yeah, that was awesome too. Yeah. And there's a lot more story. Yeah. Oh, and that was the biggest thing that I told her is like, I haven't even tapped into what I want to do yet. Like, this is all just like the prologue still. Like, I'm so glad I've had a prologue this exciting. (laughs) Yep. This is, this is the intro. We haven't even started chapter one, potentially. Mm -hmm. I'm not even 20. Like, right. Like Carrie Pierce just retired and she was what, 33. 
that's, that's 50 time. years away for me, right? Like that's almost half yeah. my lifetime. So or no, not even half, that's not almost half my lifetime. That's almost my lifetime. Right. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm just so excited for the future, but I'm, I'm also, I'm at a really nice place right now where I'm excited for the future, but I'm not like anxious for the future where I feel like I need to get it going. Like I'm also like enjoying every day, which is, which is new for me. I struggled with that a lot in the past of just like dreading every day but always feeling like something like I had to be looking for something good I'm like chasing something that was never going to come and now it's like I'm in a nice spot where it's just like I like every day and it's 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 really awesome oh good well we couldn't be happier for you and um you know we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us Mm -hmm. and we love I'm super excited with the relationship that we've built and that we can just sort of talk whenever and and catch up and you know we're huge fans of yours so yeah I appreciate it so much I know I love things to come too yeah Yeah, things to come all right well you enjoy the rest of your afternoon and uh we'll be watching for you in uh in Miami yeah definitely yep I can't wait Thanks, Annika. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends in partnership with The Morning Chalk Up. Please consider giving us a five-star rating and leaving us a review. It really helps our podcast. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.